shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree there's a light in the window just salty gals inside i'm not sure if they're witches but you know that's implied got the storytelling ego swelling pillow talking moonlight walking sea Good day and welcome to the Sea Hags podcast. I'm Katie Nordgren. And I'm Chris Jepper, and this is how we do the show now. This is how we talk and how we've always talked. <laughs> Our guest today is a composer, pianist, musician, singer, and a dilettante astrophysicist. It's Karen New. Shh. Just like everybody we have on this podcast, obviously. <laughs> Everybody's doing astrophysics in their backyard for fun. It's the thing. It's the cool in thing to do. Uh, Karen got here about half an hour early whilst I was mowing the lawn, and so I set her up with a nice drink and the beautiful gravity chair that Katie gave me in the backyard. It and is I, a beautiful gravity chair. I believe that she was doing math problems for fun in her head for the last half an hour, and that just delights me. <laughs> You've already reminded me of, of like eight or nine people that I know, so <laughs> I'm just like, yep. This is going to go great, I think. <laughs> what do you got there, Chris? Oh, uh, you got some creams? It's a coconut oil and shea butter mixture. Um, it is extremely dry out, and I wound up walking home from my friend's house in flip-flops, and my feet hurt. Aww. So I'm going to rub them while we talk. So you're going to rub some cream on your feet. I am going to rub some cream on my what feet. What character is this? I don't know, but I kind of oh, like it. I'm slightly posh, but you know, you can get away with whatever you'd like around me. It's sort of like a Nigella Lawson if she was really drunk. I believe it's because Karen said the word dilettante, and that's... Yes. <laughs> brought this character out. <laughs> mm, my name is Mirabelle. <laughs> I don't know. I think you put that in my head. I think you said Mirabella's or something earlier. Is that some kind of choir? Um, the Quasimodals is the choir. Oh, I modals. Sing in. Okay. You yeah, and you have a choir concert tonight. We do. <gasps> Terribly exciting. Very, very much. And by the time anybody is hearing this, it will. It's happen. over. It's done. You lost your chance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we've all started to do it now. <laughs> uh, Karen's voice is just like that. Though. Oh, okay. She's just elegant. <laughs> yeah. Or possibly so. from Britain. Possibly, but no. Just elegant. <laughs> By way of a British colony, I believe. Oh, yeah, well. Something, something ain't we like all. That. Oh, I guess, yeah, Canada is also that. <laughs> but, like, you're from New Zealand originally? Oh, no, I'm from, I'm from here originally. Oh, okay. But okay. I lived briefly in New Zealand when I was growing up. And right. Got just, just enough of a New Zealand accent into my voice that everybody now thinks that I'm from somewhere else, but nobody quite knows where. Exactly. Yes, uh, New Zealand, take your mom. Because, you know, it's, there's, it's not recognizably New Zealand in any way, shape, or form. No, but it's Talking just to somebody from soft. New Zealand then it starts to grow and become this terrible monstrosity and then your that sounds the as though I'm making vowel. fun of them. The E's become the, just a period long, just the Brit. <laughs> it's me, Brit. Anyway. Nice. But yeah, you're saying that you worry that people will think that you're making fun of them. Completely. <laughs> I just worry that everybody always thinks I'm making fun of them because well, yes, I just don't that. I don't know how to connect with people other than through bizarre humor. I was definitely teasing lots of folks yesterday evening and there were new friends that I'm making and I wasn't sure because I was saying before they are a, a group of some of the most sincere people I've ever met. Absolutely lovely. Earnest. Extremely earnest. And so my... My sass was not being taken super well just because they didn't know me, mm -hmm. first of all. So do they know that I'm a safe person? Do they think that I'm blah, blah, blah? Anyway, but so I had to I had to temper back my sass just a titch. Uh, but I'm sure that now as we're getting to be closer friends, we'll be able to do that. 
What were we talking about? <laughs> I forget. You were putting yourself on Sasquatch. Oh! <laughs> Sasquatch in the woods. Nice. Leaving f- tiny, tiny footprints. <laughs> I, uh, there was a, a sincere moment. Okay, can I talk about my week a little bit? Oh, Just to... I, well, it's, this is not only your podcast, this is also your house. <laughs> so, yes. Um, and please, everyone, feel free to jump in and interrupt me, because I'm gonna, I'm just feeling full of good feelings. Great. I'll talk forever. Perfect. I don't have much to say, so that's good. So, it was my good friend, uh, past guest Hillary, mm-hmm. and her partner's relationship commitment ceremony yesterday, and there was some very sweet and lovely earnest things. Their parents were all there, and... Hillary's dad and her partner had some connection around, like, making eggs together, because <laughs> they're both culinary whizzes. Okay. And they were just thinking about, like, oh, like, should our team name be something egg-related? And I said that they should be Extended Family. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's very <laughs> And they made cute. everybody groan in such a way, but we were all crying. Her, her partner's mom read a poem that made me sob. Like, Aww. we basically just had a really beautiful time. They are, like, in an open poly-quad thing, and so the two other partners were also there, they basically, they made this list of 20 commitments that were really beautiful that us as the community had to kind of, they're like, now you, yeah, now you have to hold us to these, you know? And it was really just absolutely beautiful. There were lots of very fabulous people there that were extremely good looking and fashionable and like <laughs> every single shade of queer. And they made little buttons for all of us that had our pronouns on them and um, gave us a nice little goodie bag that included this custom glitter blend that I, I saw that show. on the internet. And I'm wearing a little bit of it now. So Elspeth is kind of more purple and Hillary's a bit more blue. And so this is the glitter blend that they've put together. Yeah. It's you may, this is actually for you to take home. Oh, Katie. cool. Um, so it's a biodegradable organic glitter. So if you just threw it on the ground in a shower of joy, it would be fine. For the earth. I saw so. uh, this biodegradable glitter is also in a couple of lush bath bombs, and one of my favorite things I've ever seen on the internet is a black cat that rolled in a bathtub after someone took a bath with one of those, and it's the glitter, it's a glitter kitty. Sparkle kitty! <laughs> yes, sparkle kitty. It's Aww. a beautiful thing. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the, the team name of this couple of my friends is Team Sparkle, so it was... We called it the Sparkle Motion Tour. It was lovely. We had the very sincere, lovely ceremony where everyone, like, went around the circle and shared some advice or some good stories or just, like, really, really nice things. Everybody cried, then we went and got ice cream and sat in the park, and then we all went for dinner for Lebanese food. Fantastic. And I got to know a lot of really nice people that I've never met before. It was all friends from the United States. And this morning we also had um, queer brunch, so I was over having brunch with folks as well. Um, Fantastic. I also, in the middle of that last night, I got to jam with some friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of ours, past guest Bob's hand is healing, so he was shredding guitar last night. That made me very happy. You saw the message that I sent you after I saw those cute pics on Instagram, which was, I'm jealous of your backyard jam. <laughs> and all the things you do with ham. <laughs> that was just the only thing that rhymed. <laughs> well, we were eating prosciutto and playing music. So. Yes. Yes. So very appropriate. It was like I was a fly on the very wall. <laughs> that was a lie, but I did it to make your joke work. <laughs> I wish we were having prosciutto, except it was vegetarian. Yes. Um... But yeah, I just, I had a really, really nice time. Everybody really clicked together. Good. It was a small enough group, so it was basically the the couple, their two partners, their parents, and then ten other people. So it was like just like oh, a, very nice, a nice little teeny tiny 
gathering. Mm-hmm. And so when we were all, we got to be in the little back room of Nuba downtown and eat delicious fried cauliflower and just like perfect. I, I wound up hitting it off with a fellow who like just wanted to talk about like hedonism and, and lovely sensual mm, I pleasures. apologize for nothing. Yes, just yes. just the sensuality of having multiple of the same thing to try. Mm-hmm. He's also a non-monogamous. Yeah. <laughs> but talking about, you know, you people a non-monogamous. Get, <laughs> people people think like, you know, you get into like chocolate varietals or coffee varietals or wine or whiskey mm-hmm. or beer, and he and I were very much on the same wavelength where I'm like, I don't care what it is, but if you give me multiple of the same thing with like different things like, you know, three different chocolates from Peru that are all 80% but they're all grown at different altitudes, taste the difference. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's my lifestyle. Like, please. So we swapped a lot of very good stories about that kind of deliciousness. Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? deliciously. And um, yes, I've invited them all back to Canada to have a big barbecue the next time that we can kind of make it and work. Or and be on the podcast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, they should all be on the podcast. It it was quite outstanding, and I haven't made a lot of new friends lately and haven't really even been that social or going out lately. And so it was really lovely to just have such a good time. Uh, didn't look at my phone at all yesterday. Damn. Just hung out with nice people and... Fabulous. Yeah, it was incredibly sincere and lovely and awesome. So Sounds great. I hate it. Sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Uh, another good thing this week is that we went to see the Janelle Monet show. So Ah, I've heard so many good things about that. Yes. It was fantastic. Yeah, she was extremely what did you say Katie like she was armored yeah she was like covered head to toe in what looked to be leather but probably was like not leather but anyway she was probably very very toasty warm she had a hat on she had sunglasses on you could see like two inches of her flesh at any one moment she was very much controlling how much you got to see of her which I thought was very interesting yes but the dancers were very sexy yeah (laughs) they were so hot (laughs) and she had the vulva pants at one point which was very I was like, wow, you probably have to have, like, a special case just for those. Yeah, like, to not crinkle the you lips. Don't, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> crinkle all those folds. Oh, my God. Boris, you crunched the labia minora. <laughs> <laughs> Boris the roadie. <laughs> yeah, Boris. I did that was just the first name I could come up with. I'm just imagining, like, having to steam clean that all the time. Make sure that you get right in there. <laughs> get in all the folds. Yeah, it was, it was a good show. It was uh, a very good show. Nice. How was your week, Karen? Um. Uh. <laughs> you talk now. <laughs> I. Uh, I seem to do very little besides work these days, mm-hmm. and so a week often consists of working and then coming home and then going to sleep. Going to then. sleep and then not sleeping enough hours so that the next day I remember even less of what happened. Oh, that sounds yeah. like a so, pretty good. Uh, Pretty solid life plan. Yeah, pretty common, common. Yeah, all track too, to altogether take. too common. Altogether too common. There's I'm just a, covering myself in glitter right now. <laughs> it's perfect. Sorry, <laughs> I need to sparkle. There's a there's a forced precariousness to um, the economic system that uh, kind of hits everybody. We are all trapped in capitalism. You mean? Say, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I've got heterodox ideas about capitalism as an extremely useful tool that um, largely what matters is who's controlling the tool. Mm-hmm. And so A uh, bunch of tools, turns out. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, it's been used enormously to the service of oppression in the last hundred years in 
uh, well, at least 40 years anyway, yeah. in, uh, in this country. I say, uh, and... eat my ass, Ronald Reagan. No. <laughs> you don't want him to eat your ass. He'd be terrible at it. <laughs> he's, well, he's dead, so he'd be very, very bad at it. <laughs> and one of my favorite posts on the internet is, uh, Ronald Reagan's gravesite is a gender-neutral washroom. <laughs> <laughs> But if you're yeah. there, go for yeah, it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That guy sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Yep. I yeah, have enjoyed my weekend kind of being blissfully like detached from any work related things. It's been quite lovely. Um and being with people that are extremely like relationship anarchy, um, not being tied to their job. So we were talking like, you know, you can't make the small talk that you would make at a cocktail party at something like that where everyone is so radically vulnerable. So it's like, instead of being like, oh, what do you do for work? You know, beautiful, sparkly person. It's like, like, what kind of relationship do you have with your father or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, what do you like to do that fulfills your soul? You know, like you have to kind of, And it was really, yeah, really nice. And a lot of folks were saying, like, this is my life project that I'm doing. And it's like nothing that's tied to any job, but it's like, oh, my life project is to live openly and vulnerably to model that behavior for others. What's your life project? And it's like, oh my God, that's cool as shit. I'm like, uh, <laughs> keep myself and my wife alive, yeah. generally speaking, is my life's project. Yeah. It's for us to not die. Yeah. Yes. It's a good one. Yeah. It takes a lot of work, actually. Oh my God, I only just realized that the... Uh, we have a Pride Month banner draped on the on the podcast table today. Yes, we do. Fabulous. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, we said that in the wrong order, but uh, <laughs> normally normally there is a sarong, and today it's a today it's gay. Yay! Yay! I just thought I have a huge Pride flag. Why don't we use that as the tablecloth instead? Why don't we for do that? the rest of our lives? For the rest, this, this the first day of the rest of our lives. Yeah, I kind of want to hang this like outside somewhere. Yeah. So that our neighbors know that this house is gay. <laughs> oh, you want to hear something kind of sad? <laughs> <laughs> Great segue, Chris. Amazing. Our, yes. Our neighbor's house got broken into last night. Oh, no. Oh, no. In the, not even last night. Last afternoon. Oh, geez. She was, she's a little old lady and she's pretty much deaf and was out in the back selling parking. So talking to folks and someone kicked her door in. What? And stole a whole bunch of shit out of their house and didn't notice, like, they didn't notice, and then they saw that the door was all broken. Jesus. Like, what a dick move. What that's, a terrible dick yeah, move. That's, that's... It's really no honor among thieves. Not good. I had a, I had a book stolen last week. Oh. Just one book? One book. I had, from, ac from I had I'd accidentally left it on the counter at a food store, <laughs> came back five minutes later, and they had, no, the person before me had just picked it up and walked out with it. Oh! <laughs> what book was it? Um, uh, the Wind Up Bird Chronicle by Haruki Murakami. Oh, that's one of the ones that I've always been like, I should read that at some point, and that must have been what that guy thought, or whoever I, I took must, it. Must I assume it was a guy. I, I wish <laughs> it, it was not, but, uh, I, I wish them joy of it, but, <laughs> my gosh, who does that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, mm, who does that? Uh, sometimes me. No, I wouldn't do that there. I would be like, oh no, someone left their book here, but someone abandoned... This huge pile of stuff in a study carol uh, near my office at work, where I, I, I work up at Simon Fraser. And uh, they worked for Owl Books, I assume, and they worked for them for about a half an afternoon and decided to dump all of the, the books that they were supposed to sell and all of the cards and, for some reason, condoms in little envelopes with the Owl Books logo on it. Oh. So I did take... Uh, there was a gold lame bag with everything that was there, so I took that for Tessa. <laughs> Look, honey, I thrifted you a bag. <laughs> I, 
It was abandoned. I get, got, got an abandoned bag for you. I love you. <laughs> and uh, I took a copy of Voltaire's Candide. Uh-huh. So, the classics, you know? <laughs> That's a classy thing to thief. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Best I, of I, all possible books. I, I put my monocle on to read it. More, more cream for oh, your feet. feet. It hurts so bad. <laughs> you have a monocle. They're so dry. There it is. There's my monocle. Oh. I have it in. It's real. <laughs> it's not a made-up thing. It's not my hand being a circle. Good. Now play the piano and wear your monocle at the same time. She's doing it. You can't prove that I did it. This is audio. Oh my goodness. How was the rest of your week, Katie? Aside from Janelle Monet. Um, well, we're doing two episodes today, so I'm going to have to parse the, or, or, um, parcel it out. Way to fucking give a peek behind the curtain. You know me, I don't believe in fourth walls. Let's break it down. Okay. Break down every wall. Kay. Berlin, fourth, whatever. The wallet isn't built yet between the United States and Mexico. I want that down too. Yeah. Yeah. Preemptively break it down. Yes. Bust it up. Um. So you're against the wall. All walls. I want a wallless existence. Just roofs. And I want to live in a gazebo. <laughs> no, uh, some walls good. Most walls, most walls good. Some walls bad. Four I'm, legs good. Two legs bad. I'm, I'm trying to come up with some kind of a joke about how it's actually a very good thing to be against the wall when the revolution comes, but I'm not quite finding it. Oh, I don't want to be uh, up against the wall. Oh, not up against, just against it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking firing squad jokes, and that's yeah, not funny. Yeah, it's, it's no. <laughs> no so, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, maybe this is the bit we cut. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, no. we have to say something dumb every single time. Um, my week was hot. Like, it's hot today. I was all I can think about is just how hot it is. How I had two whole beers last night, and I feel hungover today. Oh, no. It was so bad. Really bad. Um, maybe I'll save, I'll save polka. I'll, I will. It's a little tidbit for the... Uh, for the next tune episode. in next tune week. in next episode I'll talk about emceeing a polka party last night nice. but uh, but today I uh, decided to get up early and go to the furniture stores in Coquitlam before church got out so <laughs> so I could make it through like I was not even going to think about going to IKEA because I love myself <laughs> I love and respect and I'm, myself. And I'm not. too Swedish to go to IKEA on a Sunday. So, um, so I went to like some of the other furniture stores, and it was already like 29 degrees when I parked, and I decided to just walk up and down because it's all in one sort of straight line. And by the time I was done, like I was, I barely made it back to my car. Like sweat was actually dripping from my face, and I thought I was gonna pass out. I felt so bad. Yee. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Like I just don't feel well. So I'm not sick or anything, and I don't think I should. I don't think I should be hungover. It's just not fair for me to have two <laughs> beers and then feel like crap. So I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that. But I am a fan, and a little bit upset about the fact that the one very high end furniture store I went into, there was a really hot butch salesperson there who immediately walked up to me and was like, "Here's an easy commission," <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I didn't have the heart to tell them that. Uh, I can't afford your couches. I can't. I'm not. I'm not rich enough. So, if you wanted to marry me and for me to get you out of this this crazy mixed up business that you're in, it's not going to happen. Because <laughs> I can't afford your couches. <laughs> so I'm going to get a couch from the brick, basically. Is it? What's Did gonna... you have at least a good flirty conversation with the salesperson? No, I was too uh, shy. Because <laughs> I'm very shy, and also I am very uncomfortable with commissioned salespeople following me around everywhere. They. Sh- they followed me like a hawk, which was a bit sexy and a bit scary. So 
<laughs> so that's been my day so far. I have a very terrible headache and wanted to sleep through the afternoon, but I'm here. Good for you. So hello. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for your dedication to content creation. <laughs> I am braver than any U.S. Marine. <laughs> I speak only in memes. Oh, that was a meme to you? Yes. Oh, good. So I, <laughs> I just had a total brain fart. I Shall we put it. a meme in your meme so you can meme while you meme? I got a meme. It's memes all the way down. Recursive memeing. <laughs> Fractal memes. Meme, meme, meme. Um, I was going to say for our listeners, if our listeners want to go way in the way back machine, back to episode four, we had a little offshoot bonus content of a song that we wrote, a sea shanty, and Karen was one of the singers for that choir. Oh, you? It's true. Fabulous. Yeah. So we're slowly working our way through the singers and getting them actually on as How many guests. are we missing? Oh, a few. Yeah. There's quite a few of them. There's some big, big old voices on there. Yeah. It was, that was one of the most fun things. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. To get that arranged in various part harmonies and then give the sheet music out to friends that know how to do that thing and then they did it. And then they did it. But I, I think like doing another project like that would be so cool. I wish inspiration would come for anything. <laughs> I feel so uninspired right now, folks. Yes. Real bad. Yeah. I have no excuse. I don't even work full time. Like I have all this time to do stuff and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> mostly just like clean my house and buy groceries. I feel like that's all I do. I'm trying to pitch something and it's not working. I'm trying to pitch a column to Beetroot and I don't know what to write about. I have no idea. I don't want to just mine my life for things, but that's what columns are. Yeah. So you write personal stuff and it's just like... You have lots of interesting things to talk about. I guess, but I'm just then I'm just like, oh, it's a woman writing about her life. How dreadfully original. <laughs> but... Your life is your life, so it's original content, because no one else is living it. So there. <laughs> you have to do the work. Sorry. I guess I do, to make up for the fact that Margaret Wenta and Christy Blatchford are still out there writing columns. Ew, yes, oh. you have to offset that Please. terrible shit. Yes. I'll just, like, write every every single one of my columns to just be a response to their columns. Just be like, Margaret, you shithead! <laughs> you don't know anything! You're very dumb. Why don't you just go move to a lake and then jump in it? Bye! Yeah. I would read that column. I would subscribe to that newsletter. <laughs> yes. And together, we would all take down the National Post? I actually don't know who she writes for. Globe and Mail? <laughs> Something like that. I think it's the National Post. She sucks. She writes I, for the, the National. I try to avoid knowing. <laughs> She's not a good. I found a I found a bottle of wine that was like Wenta Vineyards or something, and I sent it to my friend Katie Rasso with just like a no Wenta Wenta. She's Wente our nemesis. Wenta. I don't care. Which <laughs> is the best part. How far are we into this? I'm cooking like a like a gas minutes. station hot dog. Twenty minutes. We'll have ten more minutes and then a break for you. Okay. What should we talk about? Oh, I was going to ask, so Karen, you had mentioned that uh, you're here in the studio and you said, if only, like, having the studio is not the thing, it's the drive to actually use it. Can it's, you... it's true. This is a beautiful, beautiful studio for, I don't know if you've ever spent any time actually describing the room, but oh, yes. this, is, this, is, this is a wonderful place full of all sorts of baffling on all sides and a huge array of mics up against one wall and this beautiful one in the middle of the table. <laughs> this beautiful tiny little USB mic. Well, sure. I... There's, there's recording equipment everywhere and there's speakers and, and I, I have a serious studio envy being here. And... I know that if I put in the ridiculous number of hours of work that would be necessary to build something like this in my own home, that I still wouldn't use it because <laughs> I already have a mic, I already have a mixer, I already have 
Chris, you introduced me as a composer and musician, and mm -hmm. and mm, this this hits the aspirational side. And yes. <laughs> I'm I'm a composer and musician of things that you've never heard, because I don't record them. And the <laughs> drive to do something with all of that is, it's difficult. There's uh, there's I don't really get stage fright, but I get serious structural fright. That's very relatable. It's intensely relatable. The act of setting up a gig is nigh impossible, and the act of recording is very difficult. But Pu doing it once you're there is doing fine. Doing it once I'm there is, is fine. It's totally fine. That's me and stand-up for sure. For sure. If I'm there, great. But getting there? Fuck off. Like, right. no, are you exactly. kidding me? A 40-minute drive? No. <laughs> no, I could watch two episodes of a television program in that time. Yes. <laughs> and not have to leave my house and put myself out there and be in danger of feedback. Right. <laughs> in danger of feedback. In danger of feedback. God, God forbid someone tells me what they think of me. I might die. Are you feeling relatable feelings? I'm feeling relatable feelings. Yeah. I'm also, you know, that's a good band name. Yeah. In danger of feelings. In danger of feedback. Yes. I'm trying to like make fake feedback so it doesn't make real feedback. That'd be bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, so. So. I, I've had an uptick in my musical life, which is very cool. On a recent episode, I talked about performing um, cello for some government types. Um, and since then, I just kind of felt like... Uh, That's an album name. Performing music for some government types. Government ch types. Ch cello for government types. <laughs> I do like that. That's funny. I do like that. <laughs> um, but it, it feels like it's like it you know, achievement unlocked a little bit because then now all of a sudden I'm getting tons of wedding gig inquiries Fantastic. through my website. So not just like any weird service. Like I mm -hmm. used to advertise on wedding wire and just let my account lapse, but I still get messages through it and I just ignore them. Cause I'm like, I can't do wedding gigs. I've got a full-time job and blah, blah, blah. But all of a sudden I think something changed in my like SEO for my website and people are Googling Vancouver cellists and I'm coming up in the top results. Wow. And so suddenly I'm getting all of this like, oh, would you come and do, you know, will you come and play Pachelbel's Canon for me? But Indie. So, the only gigs that I take are ones where people say, just do whatever you want. If they're like, I want this, 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 I'm like, no, too difficult. Hire like an actual professional that has their whole repertoire but the, this person literally sent like oh we looked through your website we found this one youtube video of you playing cello for like an experimental dance troupe and we like that so can you just come and improvise at our wedding at the super this super beautiful location and also we'll give you money. appetizers and money and it's just like yeah fuck yep. yeah go for it 100 yeah. percent. so i'm getting like more of those inquiries yeah, like a camelback with prosecco in it or something so you can just sip while you play that's a smart idea katie morgan <laughs> this fucking full of brilliance <laughs> um <laughs> yum so that just that feels really cool i feel like i'm getting yeah my music suddenly is coming out more and it's like i can't contain it any longer so now Fantastic. i'm like starting to write things again and like i don't know something shook loose and so i feel very good about it wonderful um but i feel the same kind of like 
uh, recording something, like, not so much of that it will be well-received or not, because it's going to be well-received because I'm great, but... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not worried about feedback, it's all going to be good. I just spit-took on the pride flag, everybody. <laughs> oh, no. That's a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gayish. <laughs> it's not a hate crime. I have no self-hatred in that regard. <laughs> um... But just to, to actually, the act of doing it, setting up all the gear, setting the levels, figuring... Like, I'm not the kind of person that will tinker for a really long time with a project. I just want to do it, and then it's fine. Uh-huh. You know? And it's like, I don't want to have to go in and figure out which exact EQ thing would sound the best. And I'm sure there's one that's going to be better than others, oh, but I don't yes, care. Yes, the optimization loop. I get so trapped in that. <laughs> like, oh my god, do not sit me down in front of any of the production tools. Have you met my wife? <laughs> she is, oh my God, the way she customizes everything to do with our home audio. And I, I have no care for it whatsoever. It's just always just getting a new TV or a new speakers or something like that. And it's like, oh, well, hang on, I have to set it up. And it's like, tick, 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 tick. It's like, okay, that's that's one of the seven speakers finally set up. Now to do the next six. <laughs> it's like, oh, it has to, it's not perfect. It could be 1% more perfect. So, ergo, it must be 1% more perfect. Mm-hmm. I cannot hear the mm-hmm. difference. I would listen on laptop speakers. I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't care so much. So much. Are you, a, are you a person that will get into those minutiae to set things up? Or does it, like... Do you, do you achieve a goal or do you get stuck in that and then it doesn't go anywhere? I, I, I get stuck in that and it goes nowhere. Ah. You know, I go depth first instead of breadth first. I mean, I end up like absolutely perfecting the third bar and then, well... Nothing else gets done. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If I'm lucky, I might go back and do the first. <laughs> <laughs> it's very just hard to finish things, I've noticed. Yeah. That's why I clean so much is because like... It's easy to finish that. Yeah, it's a tangible thing. You see the results immediately. Yeah, procrastinating. I'm very excellent at that. I, my house has never been nicer since I went back to school and finished. Because now I'm just like, that's my strategy for everything. My sister-in-law said a wise thing to me a few years ago about uh, the action of releasing a record being the action of actually letting go of the record so that you can stop thinking about it. <laughs> That would be, but then if you're very famous, you have to talk about it so much once it's done. That would suck. But I'll... I'd be famous. Yes, you would be famous. <laughs> that would, would not have all suck. that money. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, this. wait a second. I'm going to go sleep on a pile of money later. Yeah, we can totally talk about this. <laughs> Ad nauseum, <laughs> yes. Um, should we take a short break just to get cooler? Sure. <laughs> We're back. We returned. It's true. We're alive. We made How it through. We? Oh, Wait, is this the afterlife? Is this the real life? Is it just fantasy? <laughs> well, speaking of fantasy... Oh, good segue, Katie. Yay, you did it! <laughs> um, so yeah, in our, our new anticipatory... Nope, that's the wrong word. Well, you know, my brain is not high... High function... Oh my god, Are you high? I can't do it. Are I'm, you high right now? I'm not high at all. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know as well that we uh, came up with a very good portmanteau okay. at this thing. An awkward-tunity... <laughs> yes, I like it. I, it. I like it. <laughs> Whereas you have an opportunity, but it comes about in a very awkward way, or it will feel make you feel awkward, mm-hmm. but you're going to take it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes, an opportunity. That's most opportunities I yeah. find. Yeah, the ones that are worth they're, they're worth following. I like that very much. Awkwardunity. That is something those folks would come up with. That's yes. fabulous. They know how to make anything positive. Yeah. 
It's very good. Loves it. So we're thinking, uh, we floated this question to you on the break, and we can use it as a jumping off point, but you were speaking about your, you know, uh, getting feedback is a dangerous thing, or like fear of, was it fear of feedback? The danger of feedback? Um, what would you do? What would be your ultimate dream, either like project or lifestyle or any kind of kind of creative expression if you were unencumbered by that fear? Oh, well, there'd be an awful lot more music, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the thing to be unencumbered by is awareness of my own limitations. I'm a better composer than I am singer, better composer than I am player, uh, but... you have to have some minimum skill level at performance in order to get across to anybody else what it is that you're actually hearing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you, you get better with practice with all of these things, with the, with the communication as side as well as the, as the performance. But uh, as long as I... The hard part for me is... I can't remember if we were on mic for this part or off mic for this part. I was talking about how stage fright is not my issue, um, mm-hmm. but the uh, uh, but everything else. Yeah, you called it a structural issue. Yeah, yeah. You fail to release uh, a string of albums by the time you're in your forties, and it's it's you. That's so you know unencumbered myself with an awareness of of my limitations, and I might release some terrible, terrible things, but they'd gradually get closer to what it is that I want to do. And uh, you know maybe I'd have some time to take some flugelhorn lessons or something. (laughs) (laughs) Flugelhorn and sousaphone are the two funniest instruments. I uh, I did not see. I was a. I was at the Alpen Hall last night. I did not see an Alpen horn, but I went looking for one. I thought I would drag it out and see if I could recalaw the place, but <laughs> alas. But I, it just made me think of it because of flugelhorn. Mm. I honestly don't even know what one looks like or sounds like. <laughs> I feel. I feel. Like it's, it's it's like a nicer trumpet. Basically, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's well, a trumpet crossed with a French horn. It's got the register of a trumpet, but it's a horn. But it's as hard to play as a French horn. No. No, <laughs> nothing is. Um, uh, the, the horn family has a gradually increasing bore, uh, whereas the trumpet family has a cylindrical bore. <laughs> and so this is a like a trumpet, but with a with a conical bore. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny to you? She's like, I don't know, like 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 real music. Those real musician things are just really funny to me. My friend Chelsea is a brass player, and she plays the euphonium. So mm. there's just like brass play like the words are so funny like they um, are they really are like that's weird that's that's like being able to go or whatever (laughs) you gotta be real real good at to be good at that you know i don't know i mean it's just the act of putting something in your boosh right (laughs) right up in the boosh (laughs) your mighty boosh (laughs) amuse that boosh (laughs) Oh boy, yeah, I don't, uh, that was, uh, I was like, yeah, I did not, uh, I'm not an overly musical person, I can sing, I can't, I'm not good at playing instruments, and, uh, I cannot imagine what would happen if someone handed me a woodwind. It would be a disaster. Mm-hmm. A brass probably too, but at least I could make it make a fart noise. <laughs> a clarinet would just honk like I was murdering a goose. 
It probably deserved yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, a Canada goose deserved it. Yeah, it's not a murder. It's justifiable homicide. The cobra duck? What was <laughs> it was the... I do not like the cobra chicken. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it was uh, a guy who did... Uh, he was like, um, I believe, a, a Mexican uh, Spanish speaker who was working on a horse farm <laughs> and encountered a Canada goose for the first time. I do not like the cobra chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's hissing so much. It's exactly what it is. It's a cobra chicken. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, if I had the embouchure, maybe maybe I'd play the brass, but I don't. I was lamenting the fact that I don't know enough brass players. Like, I really need a trumpet player in my life to, like, complete musical projects. Flugelhorn would be extremely excellent. No, not close second. I like the flugelhorn sound way more than a trumpet. It's softer. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's more mellow. It's just very lovely. So what a great name for something so beautiful. Yeah. So if you could please do that so that I can then invite you to then record things with a flugelhorn that I would appreciate that very much. It's like how I know a woman named Olga who is very beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the flugelhorn makes great music. <laughs> um two things that popped into my head um and so I'll say the first one and see if I remember the second one all before right. it all goes away. I suppose I could write things down but I'm not going to. Um Where's the fun in that? It's the weekend. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to have to write stuff. Um, just the like being aware of your own limitations. I've heard lots of artists say this kind of thing where it's like your taste level is so much higher than your skill level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, you just know that it's like, I know this is bad, but it's all I can do. And so then you don't do it. But it's like, eventually your skill level will catch up, but it then does. your taste it level does. will improve even more. And then you just have to kind of keep working at it. But like, you actually have to like look at the bad thing that you did and be like, "Oh, fine." <laughs> yeah, look what I and, did. And practice is really an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm in in a year that I've honestly I've just been working insane amounts this past year. It's been it's not sustainable, and I'm hoping to give myself some more free time in the future. Uh, but the only music that I've had any opportunity to do in this past year is just get home and exhausted play some Chopin. And I've been doing this every day. I mean, day. that's pretty nice. <laughs> and I've been drilling it every day. And the result is that I can now sight read Chopin. And I never thought I'd be that good. Oh, that's fabulous. And yeah. So, yeah, I can't sight read a damn thing. Couldn't tell you so what an E is. Practice is, practice is good. Practice, practice makes, works. Who knew? <laughs> practice makes better. Maybe not perfect, but better. <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does. The perfect is the enemy of the good and done. Mm. Completed. So, Box you know, ticked. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I, perhaps that means my taste is leveling out while my skill improves. Maybe I don't know, but it's uh, it would be worth getting out and uh, and doing some more open mics. I used to do a lot of open mics ten years ago. I've really not done much since. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's where I met you. I was trying to remember how we Did met. Did you meet doing classical revolution or? I think we met for the first time at that. Um, uh, 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 Myth got both of us playing on that piece of his back around 2010. Oh, oh. The one horn player everybody does know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right in the little attic space where we also did the Sappho songs. No? Uh, I don't remember being in an attic, but it was a little space. It, it was like a like a studio. Yeah. In the industrial area of town. Yes. Do you yeah, remember the Sappho songs? There was a labyrinth on the roof. There was like a, a stone labyrinth up, oh, up top. Know. But yeah, it, it was. It was. There was. Okay. I was there. But two singers, <laughs> two singers in cello, we performed. 
if you recall yeah, that. I think so. And I so Katie so. was our page turner. So technically, <laughs> oh. you two met on the same day. Well, you must have. Yeah. How fun. Woo-hoo. Cool. I uh, I actually just saw some pictures from that, and, I, and when, when you bought tubes of fabric for us to wear that we tied onto us, I was like, "Damn, that was a good look." That was a very good look. That yeah. was like one of the se- that was like one of the sexiest years of my life. Actually, when mm-hmm. I look at those pictures, like, ooh, that was probably the best looking I ever was. <laughs> you still got lots of time, baby. Oh, I'm gonna be the sexiest sixty year old anyone has ever seen. <laughs> I'm gonna be so sexy, people will be like Raquel Welch, who? Yeah. I, I suppose most people under thirty would kind of be like, who? <laughs> <laughs> um, that was someone funny. my dad got horny for. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny that um, when I met uh, Hillary's parents, kind of for the first time. Oh wow! Even though we've been friends for about twelve years, I've never met her folks. Now we're besties. We all like we texted each other or each other's numbers, and we're gonna have dinner like next week. <laughs> nice, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, they're very much into wine, and so we're just gonna talk about wine for a whole evening. Um, but they were just like, oh yeah, I remember. You're cellist cellist because Hillary was doing these Sappho songs things, and so that's how they know me as well, which is funny. It's from Sappho that, songs. How that all comes Like up. a quince apple ripening on a top branch. <laughs> that, that's basically it. Yeah. yeah. It was very inaccessible. Extremely inaccessible. <laughs> <laughs> Not just to read and play, but to listen to as well. I got Yay. the composer to send me, like, an actual recording of it, because we're, we're like, we can't figure out how this is supposed to be interpreted. And so as you were saying about being able to communicate your compositions, yes. like you kind of do need to be able to play it to show people like you need to express it this way. Like just reading the sheet music alone does not capture no. what actually needs to happen. And I listened to it. I was like, mm, Darren Hagen, no shade, but this is not good. Like <laughs> It was actually like just too avant-garde. To be in, like listenable, yeah. <laughs> but it was a fun not, project. Not fun avant-garde like Laurie Anderson in her crazy suit that like plays music when she hits it. <laughs> Ooh, cool! Yeah, that's a little bit more fun. I would love to see a duet between Laurie Anderson and Bobby McFerrin. I actually think they've done something together yeah? before. Um, I'm, I'm just thinking in terms of like hitting can... suits, right? Yeah. Well, I think they actually <laughs> did perform together at some point. I'm going to look that up because I would also like to see that. And then Imogen Heap could also be there with her music suit, where it's like she can. Have you seen this? No. It's like gloves. A... She had those. She made those gloves. Yeah, the gloves. But now it's a full kind of suit as oh, well, wow. and so. She's got all these different patches loaded into um, different triggers on the suit that she can use by doing gestures. So then she'll oh, she'll sing and make and I'm doing big hand motions here, and that'll trigger all these different patches or reverb or EQ or delay, like all these different things to make her voice change. It's quite something else, and now she can move her whole body and like trigger different things. It's very nice. cool. But so those people are not limited by yes. nobody's done this or like maybe people will think this is weird or maybe it won't work. So. Or by now which patch should I load into this index finger? Just uh-huh. just just load one. I want my my middle finger once would just be like fuck 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 you you fuck fuck you fuck you. You're cool. Fuck fuck you. <laughs> anyway, that's so good. So like that's in, all my suit would do. In a total fantasy musician life, so Katie had mentioned something, oh, you'd be famous, and then you're like, but then I would be famous. True. Would you, in your wildest dreams, want some notoriety for music? Like, in what scene? I, oh, prog rock. Prog rock, fuck oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. Tell nice. me, tell me what that means, like... You want to touch the hearts of, of Rush Dads. <laughs> sure. Rush Dads working on their Korgs in the garage. <laughs> yeah? Oh, totally. Is that you the know. demo? Why not? You, Why not? Would you be like a front person for a prog? 
Uh, oh, well, cool. I always I always imagine myself just being the weird keyboardist like Rick Wakeman, but um, but sure I could I could front the band if if I had to, but you know, <laughs> get, my arm. get a get a better singer. <laughs> this is fantasy life. This is a fan. But I like. All right, the- well, in fantasy, sure, I'm playing everything. Why not? Because I can. Because I'm fantasy, wonderful. I have twelve arms. <laughs> <laughs> and I can use them all real good. <laughs> I'm a twelve to puss. <laughs> I'm a dozen a pod. <laughs> Does a pod. Um, I actually really love that, like, the fantasy of being, like, the weird keyboard player in the back while, like, your music comes to life and you're uh-huh. kind of being, like, a wizard back Completely. there. Completely. Absolutely, like, yeah. That... Tickles way. Would you wear a wig like Sia does so no one focuses on her face and just like play weird things? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, my my, my stupid teenage garage band. I practiced playing while standing on one foot because I figured that would just be my thing. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, that's a fucking gem of a statement that you just. That like like the guy from Flock of Seagulls who would just play with one finger at a time, <laughs> just so you just thought you would do flamingo style, and that would be the thing that you did. Sure, I love it very much. Flamingo style. Oh my god, that would be your gimmick. Oh my god, I love it. So I like that you're like I gotta have something. <laughs> Why not that? Why not standing on one leg? Oh my goodness. Did you switch the leg you stood on, or was it just one, the same leg? I honestly can't remember. I was going to say, you would develop one butt cheek so much more than the other one. You would have atrophy in one, and the other one would be so... It would be like you'd sit like this. You'd be on a slant all the time. Um... Do you like, do you enjoy like camp and theatrics and stuff with your music or would you want it to be more of like a serious kind of prog band where it's like everyone's just like extremely proficient and just doing it or would you want like a stage show kind of thing? I honestly, that depends on my mood from day to day. Uh Um, I would probably, capricious, very capricious. (laughs) I would probably want to go back and forth song by song, honestly. Um, you know, let's have one that's extremely stagey and then one that's just completely, um, stripped down. Well, I, 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 there's the, aphasic, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to do a very theatrical and then a very aphasic (laughs) performance. It's like, <laughs> I don't remember. Virtuosic, any of this. virtuosic. That's the word virtuosic. I was looking for. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Completely couldn't find it. I like that. I've never, I never <laughs> even think about the word aphasia when I'm trying to think of a word, which is sort of ironic, I guess, or very fitting, I suppose. Nice. But I have been struggling very much to find words lately as I talk, and I'm like, oh crap. I probably smoke too much weed. <laughs> it's probably a true thing about old Katie. Mm. Oh well. A former partner of mine once had a pet tarantula named aphasia. That tracks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, like, if you're in the songs that would be completely uh, theatrical, what kind of theatrics appeal to you the most with prog rock? You are really uh, pushing me to come up with uh, details of things that I've only vaguely imagined. Okay, this is well, good. that's that's what we're here for. <laughs> Absolutely, I don't know. Um, Sparklers. A lot of. Uh, 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 I love it when songs tell stories, so let's uh, bring out some aspect of that story. Let's um, 
Stonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> where the demons dwell, where the banshees live, and they do live well. <laughs> Yay! Stonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes down. Oh. Um, oh. Do we have to pay royalties now? No. Right. no. Nobody listens. That was less to than eight. That was less, less than eight seconds. We're fine. No lawyers listen to this podcast. If you're a lawyer and you listen to this podcast, tweet us at Cheggspod. <laughs> don't sue stop. us. Please don't sue us. <laughs> um. Okay, so if there was a story element, would that be um, parsed out by the, like, actors on stage, music- musicians on stage, or would it be, like, a screen with visuals and some kind of a complimentary Oh, I imagine piece? that it would be some very obscure light show that nobody could really track what it quite had to do with the story, while... This those... sounds like prog rock. Well, exactly, right? <laughs> uh, while those, uh, those musicians who were somewhat mobile uh, with their instruments were... Um, you know, moving back and forth in some kind of mime structure. <laughs> Hedonistic gyrations, perhaps. We brought Marcel Marceau back from the grave, and he taught us his best tricks. And we incorporated it into our music. Uh, project images onto the stage so that where people are standing is going to be is is, is dynamically relevant. Cool. Um, I should just really like the phrase dynamically relevant, so I'm going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually super badass. Like, you know how, like, when you project something onto a screen, but then there's no screen and it's just on the people, and so, yes. like, words are going across their body or something? I love that. That is very that cool. It is a cool thing, yes. Yeah. It's just like wearing a white shirt and it's just says like commodity across there or something and then like it, that. And like, then it disappears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, just put, put at least one person on stage in a solid green suit so that More when suit? they so that when they, when they when they go up on the on the big the, screen? on the big screen uh, you can you can superimpose <laughs> what would you superimpose oh i don't know I'm so curious <laughs> the it notorious de- big it depends on the song i suppose right so well, like sure. what what character from from what song <laughs> what character from the lord of the rings shall it be <laughs> oh dear <laughs> no you guys aren't led zeppelin so <laughs> it's okay you wouldn't have to do that <laughs> Cool. Oh, no, I what I what I love about prog rock is not so much the 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 fancy over the top staging, although I do love that, mm-hmm. as the uh, the intricacies of the music, the way that it actually is taking uh, a variety of frequently classical or Renaissance musical forms, and Baroque more than all. I love Baroque, and uh, I want to uh, say it. <laughs> say it. If it ain't Baroque, don't fix it. Exactly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Please continue. Well, I totally go for Baroque. And, <laughs> and uh, take uh, position that in 21st century music. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, often 1970s music, which is only 21st century in the sense of being, you know, ahead of its time. Uh-huh. Truly, this is the century of the prog, right? <laughs> It is. Yeah. It oh, is. Because yeah, it was progressing towards, right. I guess, where we are now. And now it's just regular music, I guess. <laughs> but I guess it could always be striving for the next thing. Sure, why not? Sure, why not? Uh, bleep bloop. <laughs> is that a robot music person that just showed up? Uh-huh. That's oh my, my God. That's my is new character. Daft Punk here? <laughs> bleep bloop. Bleep bloop. <laughs> it's me. The, the taller Daft Punk. <laughs> um, well, I mean, there's tools for... Um, for polyphony that are just 
very seldom in use. I mean, you get you get a lot of monodic song in uh, in pop music. You get a lot of uh, really interesting rhythmic work happening all over uh, pop music that is not doing anything harmonically mm -hmm. except to the extent of tuning the drums. And I I miss harmony. I I miss polyphony. And I love the way that uh, that uh, prog rock allows. Uh, different lines to interweave and uh, I, I never really yeah. thought about it as, as taking classical elements because it's like but it absolutely is like it, it reminds me of listening to a symphony where you get the same themes that will occur but with yeah. coming from different instruments yes, exactly. it, it takes twists and turns in a strange way where you're just like what does this have to do with this but then it will return back to right. some kind of a central thing and it's really like like if it's well constructed, you've got that development. Yeah, ooh, I like it a lot. <laughs> now I want to play more prog rock. My parents' friends are in a prog rock band. Really? Uh, I'm trying to remember what they were called uh, or what they are called. I went to see them. They played at the Rio a few years ago, and they played a bunch of Alan Parsons' project. <laughs> Which was really awesome, actually. They were all very good. But they, they, they were they were had, my gateway drug. They had. Electronic drums and a headless bass. So I was like, "Oh my God, this is an uncle's band. <laughs> this is somebody's uncle's band," <laughs> which I just love. Like it's, I mean, it definitely was somebody's uncle's band because everybody there definitely had nieces and nephews and a couple grandkids and stuff. But it was really, I'm trying to remember what they're. I think they're called uh, Less Than Jack is maybe the name of the band. Uh, anyway, they were very good. They uh, Eye of the Storm, they sounded fabulous. They were really, really good. And they filled the Rio, so... Oh, right Prog's on! not nice. dead, guys. That's cool. Yeah, you're here. Oh. We're here. I really like that. Well, that seems like a really good note to end things on. Prog's not dead, Jim. All right, cool. Um, the name of your prog rock project, have you considered this? Oh, frequently, and it changes over the years. Um... The current leading contender is the is uh, Dunning Kruger Overdrive. Oh, <laughs> sissy buffet. That likes it very much. See, I was. If gonna... you don't know what Dunning Kruger, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. I'm my favorite of all effects effects that we can talk about. <laughs> I was gonna say Tools Liffany is a pretty good name for a frog rock band. They all. It all has to be slightly inaccessible. The yeah. music yes. and the name. Just so. Yes. Rush really undersold themselves with a name like that. <laughs> they do prolifically uh, quite well. You know who else undersold? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but maybe uh -huh. it could. It's either it's either an extremely complicated name or an extremely simple one word yes. thing. So yes, yeah, yes. My band is sure. <laughs> My band is. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, that was really fun. Thank you very much for taking the time. And that I'm really glad that the timing really worked out. I hope you have an awesome choir concert. Oh, thank you. Tell us again your choir's name and the Quasimodals. Quasimodals. And then, do you folks perform regularly, or uh, we have roughly one concert a year, maybe two. <laughs> um, uh, we uh, we sing uh, madrigals for the most part. What are madrigals? Madrigals are uh, Baroque polyphony. Oh, Baroque cool. Renaissance. I mean, you know what? I'll look that up. Just like and, I told uh, everybody to look up the other thing. <laughs> uh, if you usually secular uh, and usually polyphonic and usually European, 
uh, and then varying from uh, and, and usually Renaissance Baroque and varying from all of these occasionally because we're we sing what we like. Yeah. Uh, Who's gonna stop you? Yeah. Perfect. So. Um, and then, do you have any other social media things that you would invite people to follow you on, or do you want to keep that a little bit more private and not attached to your name necessarily? Yeah, I think I'm, I don't, uh, I think I'm going to pass on okay. that question. <laughs> I'll say that your Twitter feed delights me constantly. You're always retweeting very funny things into my timeline, and so everyone else missing out right now. Sucks to be there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, Katie, do you have anything coming up this week? This week, um... Nope, I'm just I'm going to Portland, so... Uh, nice. Uh, if you're in Portland, uh, I don't actually have any gigs booked except for the Thursday, so whatever, I'll just look for my dumb head bobbing around at Powell's Books or something. Yeah, go up and say hello to the bright blue stranger. Do not, because it's probably someone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have no gigs coming up. Great, so don't come to them. Yeah, don't come to them. I have a very busy week coming up that I am not supremely looking forward to so I'm really enjoying this day of being a little more chill so yeah Yeah. okay well we'll see you guys next week wink wink in 15 minutes when our next guest gets here bye